You're listening to Castrol CarCast on Podcast One. Hey guys, before we get started, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Dodge. We have a big show today. We're going to go over some of our SEMA plans, and we're going to talk to our buddy Mario at Gearhead Fabrications about some of the crazy engine building that he's doing. Uh, but first, uh, visit your local Dodge dealer for performance, technology, and great deals. There's never been a better time than now. Right now, Dodge is offering Power Dollars. With Power Dollars, you get $10 off for each horsepower of your new car. So for every 2019 Dodge Charger, every 2019 Durango, every 2019 Challenger, you get $10 off per horsepower. That means you could buy a 2019 Dodge SRT Hellcat Red Eye and receive an almost $8,000 cash allowance. So get more power, get more off, get simple, hurry to your local Dodge dealer today and take advantage of Dodge Power Dollars. All right, let's get started. Welcome to CarCast. I am Matt, the Motorator DeAndrea, with Bill Goldberg uh, calling in. Man, you are getting everything ready to go, getting packed up. Uh, we've got so many, so much stuff going on right now. We got the SEMA show coming up. We're scrambling to like get cars done and live shows booked and appearances and just all the all, all the stuff. It's fun stuff, but, you know, I'm not complaining about it. It's fun stuff. It just gets a little bit of a crunch time. And then somehow in the mix, Bill, you decided to move. <laughs> you decided to move your, yeah, your house and everything. It wasn't excruciating enough between the travel, uh, being in hotel room after hotel room every night and, oh, a different state every three days. Let's just move to Texas. Right. And by the way, moving and prepping for for SEMA doesn't mean you don't have to work. You still got to go out and make money. So you got to go out and uh, you, you, know, I, you, you did uh, the, the SmackDown anniversary show. You've got uh, more TV stuff coming up and appearances and, and all kinds of stuff coming up as well. So it's going to be kind of hectic. Uh, by the way, guys, uh, anybody who's looking for a sweet pad in Southern California, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure Goldberg that, that, State's going to be going up. A garage or a, a vehicle or two. Yeah, look, I, I so I I've been there I've been there a bunch of times, and uh, uh, it, it, correct me if I'm wrong on any of the story, but it was it was a it was a community that was starting to get built. I I don't know if you built the house. Or the one house was built, but uh, but you have a house, and then there was like a sales office, which was like, I don't know, like a garage and an office. They didn't finish building a house. It was used for the developers to do as a sales office. And you said, I'll take the house, and I'll take the sales office. And the sales office is what grew to your massive garage. So you bought two properties. So you roll up to Actually, his place. Actually, I bought three. You bought three. <laughs> you bought three properties. I guess you need one in the middle to connect the two. I don't know how that works. I needed a barn, man. I, I oh, yeah. You yeah, yeah. the wife, right? Happy wife, happy life. That's right. So he's got three properties down there. Are you selling it all as one big plot? That's what you get? The barn, the house, selling the garage? It all, 
yeah, you know, uh, all is one big plot, or you can divide it up and uh, do whatever you want with it. Man. That's what but, I yeah, say. We're, we're, we're throwing her all out. Uh, write a check and do whatever the hell you want with it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> exactly. Please. Yeah. It's, oh, it's, oh, my gosh. We've... Uh, over here, we've uh, we're moving our shop as well. Um, part of it, most of it. the The car museum is moving to a different location. Uh, you've heard us talk about it before on the show with with Adam, and uh, just 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 getting the build out and building the loft and stuff and getting permits. And the part I don't get is why why especially the city why they got to be such buttheads about this whole thing and it's just <laughs> it's because you live in la county it's That's like why. you know they and walk in very hard to come by oh yeah they like walk, doing it in new york they they walk in and they're like oh uh you know what are you building in here do you have all the permits we're like yeah we're, we're working on the permits this is our plan and they go <laughs> like the lady behind the desk like adam walks into the office and uh she goes well the previous owner was doing some T-shirt company in there. What are you going to be doing? He's like, well, it's a personal shop for me. I'm just going to store some cars and some parts. And she goes, yeah, we may let you do that. <laughs> He's like, what do you mean you may let us do this? She goes, I bought the damn building. I bought the land. I bought the building. It's mine. I can't do what I want in there. She's like, no, no, no you, you can't. can't. <laughs> I was like, God. <laughs> yeah, it's tough, man. The, the, the whole process is tough. I mean, this, this moving thing. Let's just center on the moving thing. Like, when you went from shop to shop, how many how many tires? I mean, you, you just move the, oh, yeah. the nice cars. But, like, my shop, right? Mm-hmm. So I've got pods helping me out. Thank God throughout this process, you know, you got a couple couple companies. I got, you know, like 30 cars to be transported. Reliable stepped up. That's a conversation we'll have in a second. But... This company called Pods has also stepped up. So yeah. they deliver these pods, they dump them at your house, you load them up, and then you know they come and pick them up and they meet you at your new property. Well, I've got one complete pod that's probably going to be filled by just tires. Yeah, we've got that here. Like we've literally, got- I got I got I got forty forty two tires. Right, <laughs> so. It's not as if I, you know, I, I, thanks to Nitto, I have, uh, you know, doubles for a couple of cars, but these are special wheels and tires set up, obviously, that you need for these original vehicles. So once you take them off and put aftermarket stuff on, you got to store them somewhere. Right. So they're in a trailer now. So to get them from point A to point B, you know, you got to sit there. It's just a huge pain in the ass, man. I'm not going to get sympathy from anybody. But let's just say that I've got uh, Reliable taking 30-something cars across the country, and uh, I'm actively searching for a about a 5,000-square-foot warehouse to rent in you know close proximity to where I'm moving so that I can store my cars so that I can get a garage built on my property. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, these are, these, these are issues that, you know, people are going to sit back and go, hey, man, you know, I should, I, you should be so lucky to have these problems. Well, you know, you're right. I am very fortunate to have these problems, but it sure doesn't take the pain away from that initial problem once you're having it. It's a, it's a huge pain in the ass. Yeah. And then, and then timing becomes an issue because, like, on your new house, you mentioned building a garage, but maybe there's stuff that you want to build or change or update in the in the house that you're buying. So that may delay a little bit moving in. And then the house that you're selling, if you want to do, I think it's a 1031 flip, uh, uh, basically a, a way of rolling in uh, 
the profits of one house into the new house, but you only have something like 30 days or 60 days to get it done. Otherwise, you got to pay a boatload in taxes. And, and so now you have to like buy the new house, get into escrow, sell the old house, and somehow time it that there's only about a month or two in between doing the deal of transferring the money. Otherwise, you get hit yeah, with, right. with a crap. Uh-huh. Good luck with that one. Yeah, that's a, you know, Just add that on top of everything else. It, yeah. It's, you know, fortunately, we close on the 28th. So that's kind of wiping my hands with one part of it. Mm-hmm. The other awesome aspect is that there's no, no uh, work needed on the house whatsoever. The problem is, is that, you know, moving out to that part of the country, you have the weather to deal with, which you don't have to deal with it here nearly as much. Mm-hmm. So not only do I have to come up with this illustrious plan for a garage and work with a company that, you know, can make that happen, <laughs> but I have to get the time where the weather, you know, is amiable to, uh, pour a gigantic concrete pad to house all of this. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's just one thing after another, but it's, Hey, um, I've got, I've got great problems. It's a, I'm very look, uh, I'm very much looking forward to the move. Um, you know, it's the next chapter of Goldberg's garage and, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, man. Ooh, can, a lot of fun. Do, do you have any, do you have any ideas or any little, uh, any little bits you can share about what your new garage is going to look like now you can build it from oh, scratch. Yeah. You're, Come on, yeah, now. you're joking, right? You know how much fun this process is normally <laughs> yes. supposed to be. Yeah, you know it's it's like okay, I just bought this new house. Now I gotta pay X amount. You know, it's just it, it's it's one thing after another. It's a great process to be able to have, but it's a time it's a time constraint also. So you know, we've got these wonderful ideas in our heads about future garage projects. And mm-hmm. I've uh, I, I got a couple up my sleeve, and you know a couple of the things that I've been looking at. And uh, there are a couple of companies that I'm going to be working with to make that happen. But let's just say that it's going to be one <laughs> bad ass garage. It's going to make my current garage look like absolutely. Let's just say poop. So <laughs> your place you know, is uh, nice now. The I garage you built now. My, my goal, my goal of you know the whole thing is to have a structure that I can walk in and within 30 seconds of deciding which car I want to drive. I can actually get in that car and start it and drive it out a door as opposed to going, you know what, man, I got to move this car right. and that car just to get to that car. So, you know what, I'm not going to drive that. So that's, that's the process. It's literally been happening for 10 to 15 years here. Right. And it's an injustice to these vehicles. And it's an injustice to me because I worked my ass off to try to, to get to attain this, you know, cool collection that I think uh, is, is pretty sweet. And, I, I gotta go out and I gotta I gotta use them. So You're right. If if the cars a, are more accessible, change. you'll enjoy them more, and the cars will be better for it. They need to they need to stretch their legs a little bit. They need to get up the temp. They need to loop, you know, gaskets and 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 things like that. So uh, yeah, it's all of the above. then I won't have to have anybody, you know, maintain them. I can maintain them myself by actually driving them. Yeah. Well, it's an exciting project. You picked a terrible time to do it. Yes, I did. <laughs> like, like literally part of the move is like SEMA week, is like at the end of SEMA week. <laughs> and, uh, okay, well, yeah, well, let's, let's just throw it out there for everybody. We have the, the Cannonball Run, mm-hmm. um, which I'll be driving, you know, with Speedcore. Um, the following day, I fly to Tulsa, Oklahoma to do the uh, Tulsa Pop Kids Expo literacy event with the uh, my hometown. 
I fly out of there Sunday morning to Scottsdale to drive with Chris Jacobs, Christy Lee, and Leah Pritchett, uh, the Bondurant cars with Dodge nice. to SEMA. We do SEMA on, I do SEMA on Tuesday. I leave Tuesday night. I do the Goldbergs the rest of the week. And Saturday morning at 6, I get on a plane and head, head east. So, uh, yeah, we, we got a lot going on. And, oh, by the way, I have two cars at SEMA, and they have to meet me out there Yeah, in, uh, in Texas. And, you know, it's a... It's a moving, it's a, it's a big moving, uh, entity all in of itself, this, this moving process. And it's, you know, each facet's a pain in the ass, but, um, I can strike them off the list as they, as they're accomplished and hope that I can, uh, sit, sit by my pond and, uh, throw my pole in the water and catch a fish and forget about the process <laughs> because it's done. But I know that's going to take about six months. Yeah, yeah, it'll take a while. And uh, Gage is in school, so you've got to sort of time this. Like, you can start doing the move and whatever, but I'm sure there's some process of, of when uh, you Well, let's just up. say that he's pre-enrolled for Monday Monday at his new school, the, the, the Saturday or the Monday following the Saturday we arrived in Texas. So it's all done, man. There you go. So uh, is he excited about it? Is he a little nervous about it? He's got friends. He's been here a while. He's ecstatic. He's, he yeah. really is. Yeah, that's you know, good. He's, uh, he's ecstatic. It's a new adventure. Um, he's definitely going to miss his friends here. There's no question about it, as, as will I. But we'll be back from time to time. We're going to keep a place here. And, um, you know, got to come back for work. And, you know, that, and that, he's got to play baseball. That, that's the thing is, uh, uh, you know, our buddy Steve Austin, you know, you know, he, he lives out in the middle of nowhere and he's on his ATVs and stuff all the time. You follow any of his Instagram, he's always, he's so excited about his Kawasaki, you know, UTVs and all that stuff. But, you know, he keeps a place in LA. He knows work is in LA and he, he comes and goes what he, when he, when he needs to. And it's, that's, that's the trade off is if you want to go out and, and, uh, live out, uh, you know, to a different state and the ranch and stuff, but still work in the entertainment business, you kind of have to have two places or some sort of plan in place where you can, where you could, you know, get here back and forth for when you need to work, when you're doing, like you said, uh, you got the Goldbergs coming up, uh, you did NCIS Los Angeles, I'm sure they're going to have you back. Um, you know, maybe WWE, who knows what, like there's all kinds of, there's, you know, that's what it is. You got to work, you got to work out here for pay for all the good toys you got. In, well, yes, and nice it's house. possible that I could be a member of the WWE for the next three years after last Friday. So we'll uh, <laughs> we'll announce that when it when when the time yeah. when it's signed on the dotted line. But, Look, you, know, it, uh, you, you guys that listen to the show, you know it. <laughs> you know, business is business, and if a contract comes in and there's a nice number attached, that's how it works, <laughs> right? That's how it works. Well, yeah, we we exactly. You know, we all put our time in, and uh, you know, now it's time to reap that benefit. You know, still, still got to put forth the effort and put the product out there like, like they're paying for. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's a, <clears throat> it's a, it is what it is, man. I, I, I may, I may be a permanent member of the WWE. <laughs> well, you always are. They, they seem like to be, yeah. uh, the, you know, they, they enjoy their family over there. They have a lot of respect for their family and everyone that's been with that company has been part of that family. So I like that part of it. Um, you mentioned two cars going to SEMA. I've got the truck coming to SEMA. Uh, I've just been doing a bunch of work on it. Um, 
Uh, I know one of your cars is going to be, I think, next to my truck at the Magnaflow display out front by the Ford Drifting area. I don't know where your other car is going to go. Are your two cars going there, or do you got? Where, well, yeah, Weld Wheels, the uh, green oh, that's demon, right. yeah. will be in the Weld Wheels booth. In the Weld Wheels booth. Um, yeah, so, sure. and then uh, the CarCast cars will be out front uh, uh, with uh, with Magnaflow, so you guys can see them out there. The truck, I've been doing a lot of work on it, um, figuring out some things. Anytime you start doing custom stuff, it's 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 exciting. It's a little hectic. Uh, the guys over at Galpin Autosports out here, um, uh, known those guys for a long time. We talk about Bo Bachman. Anybody that lives in Southern California hears Bo Bachman on the radio all the time for Galpin Ford. This guy's a number one Ford dealer like 30 years in a row. <laughs> and uh, uh, and Galpin uh, Autosports, you've guys seen them on Pimp My Ride and all kinds of shows. But they have a really good, legit shop over there. Tons of square footage, amazing fabricators. And uh, and I haven't had a chance to work with them on a project, so I wanted to get some stuff done on the truck. They're close to me. Um, they're cool with uh, with me going in there and taking photos and stuff. By the way, if, if you go over to Gas and you walked into – I think they moved it for their car show, but – uh, you you walk into their huge showroom of parts. They have superchargers on the wall, suspension kits, engines, all this great stuff. They have a great showroom. It's kind of like old school speed shop. It reminds me of Fast and Furious One uh, when he worked at the speed shop. They have like a real legit version of that going on in there. And there's a big screen TV up there, and they show all kinds of clips from the TV shows and things like that. And there's a clip that they keep playing. It's uh, it's myself and Steve McCord from Galpin. Uh, we did a car cast episode of a video for their uh, for their Fisker designed Mustang. So every time I walk in there, uh, they I see myself in their showroom over there, and uh, it's kind of funny to see. And then of course I go over to the uh, to the nice young lady working the desk, answering the phones. I go, "Hey, uh, you have to watch me all day." She's like, oh, "I didn't even know that TV was up there." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> I was, yeah, like, right. I was like, perfect. I was like, thanks. You could have been like, oh, hey, sure. Yeah, it's great to see you up there. But uh, uh, it's kind of funny that they have that. So I took the truck over there. They installed my DJM suspension kit, got the truck lowered. Uh, they did all new bushings. They did the body mount bushings, sway bar bushings, all the control arm bushings, those big I-beams in the front. Uh, they got all of that tied in. Um and uh, the rear differential uh, we did, I put in an Eaton True Track limited slip differential in the back. I changed the gear ratio. I went to a 355 gear. It has four tens in it, but we're going to a new wheel and tire setup, and I'm changing the overall diameter from about 30 inches to 28 and a half. So that would have amplified the gear to like a 456. Uh, so me going down to a 355 and then a smaller wheel and tire package gets me to about a 373-ish gear, somewhere in that range. Um, so uh, I'm trying to get a little bit better uh, gas mileage on the freeway, but also I'm trying to reduce the torque multiplication a little bit off the line just because when we add the big power to this engine, there's just not enough weight in the back. And uh, I want to give this thing a shot at hooking up a little bit more. So um, 
rebuilt the diff, rebuilt uh, the suspension, uh, the new shocks from DJM as well, uh, rebuilt all the front steering components. Uh, we didn't have time to do some of the custom stuff. It turned out to be a little bit bigger job than we thought. But apparently nobody rebuilds a Ford steering box. It doesn't have rack and pinion. It has a steering box on it. And nobody rebuilds them, especially to something quick ratio. Everybody can rebuild the Saginaw box. So uh, I went and got a brand new, uh, fresh built, not rebuilt, fresh new, quick ratio steering box from Flaming River. However, the mounting points of it are different. So we need to modify the frame or cut the frame and weld in a plate and get it to mount. And you got to get the angle of the Pittman arm all, all right. I'm kicking around the idea of doing a rack and pinion conversion. So I, I'm either going to go with the steering box or a rack and pinion conversion. I just need to look at the rack and pinion to see if it'll work with the double I-beam that's in the front of that truck and what does it do for bump steer and whatever. So basically we got to start doing some math and some geometry and some test fitting, but, uh, but I will get something done on this steering. It's so such a high priority of mine. It's, it's got sloppy steering in it. Now we rebuilt all the other steering tie rods and everything else. That's fine. And, uh, but the steering box has so much slop in it right now, and it's like, I don't know, four and a half turns lock to lock. And I want to bring that thing down to like two and a half turns. I really want this thing to have sort of a like a road race steering box in it. Um, so we're going to be doing that. And then uh, uh, a handful of things. We are um, taking the battery from the front and moving it to the back so that it takes 40 pounds off the front, moves it to the rear. I'm actually doing a dual battery setup in the back of the truck underneath the bumper. Not that I need the extra batteries, but just a, a way for me to add 80 pounds to the rear uh, instead of just 40, um, hopefully a little bit better traction, and uh, one battery on each side in the back of the truck uh, below the below the roll pan area. There's no bumper. We took it off. but uh, uh, So we've got that going on, and then... Um, I brought the truck back home, and uh, the past few days, I've been stripping it down uh, myself. Uh, the door panels are off, mirrors, emblems, all that stuff are off, and it's going to go out to paint tomorrow. Uh, and uh, the guys that are working on it for me are going to do a rush job, hopefully not in quality, just in time. <laughs> <laughs> Real shy. Uh, and uh, I said, you've got five days to sand this thing down get it painted, get it cleared, get it buffed and color sanded and returned back to me. <laughs> Five days. <Please. laughs> and uh, they said uh, some very profane things to me, and then they said, fine. <laughs> and uh, and uh, so we're, we're, we're doing that um, uh, for the next week, and then that should put us uh, mid uh, – mid – we're getting close to mid-October now, so um, uh, that's it. Then uh, Brad Fanshaw, my buddy Brad, is making some wheels for it. The guys at Little Shop Manufacturing on the East Coast are doing the big brake kit. They're doing a custom-made – they're custom-making hubs uh, that fit a 14-inch Willwood brakes front and rear that should work with the ABS brakes in the back. Um and uh, anyway, so all that stuff going on, more about it. I want to get into uh, 
into some of your projects. And we're going to talk to your engine builder at Gearhead Fabrications. But I will tell you this is going back and forth with my buddies at Dart. You guys know Dart. They make the best engine blocks out there, four-bolt mains, racing blocks, everything from their SHP line to their full billet blocks. And we came up with a plan, and we're able to put together a deal. And I can tell you that the truck after SEMA will be getting a 427 small block. It's still a 5.8 351 block, 427 small block. With a set of Dart's giant 220cc heads, uh, I've got a custom cam, blower cam, coming from Comp Cams. The guys at Dart are setting up the heads to match the cam, the springs, and everything else. However, some of that I mentioned before, but the newest thing is we decided to do the upgrade, and it's going to be all aluminum. Aluminum block, aluminum heads. Look at you. And, now I can finally open my mouth when you're talking about a Ford. Good job, dude. Yeah. Uh, it was, I was like, you know what? We've got so much invested in the project already. Let's go ahead and do it. And, uh, I, you know, moving the batteries to the back, uh, taking about 100 pounds off the nose with the block, probably another 40, maybe 50 or 60 pounds. Let's call it 50 pounds off the front from, the, from moving to the uh, – from the iron heads, the aluminum heads, uh, that's probably over 200 pounds we're cutting off the front nose of this thing already and adding 80 pounds to the back, basically shifting some weight to the back. And then uh, I'm hoping to chat with uh, with Speedcore or uh, another buddy of mine that works in the carbon fiber world. And although the, the truck is being painted and going to SEMA, I'm very interested in a carbon fiber hood and a carbon fiber front bumper for that thing. And if I can cut about 250, almost 300 pounds off the front of that truck, it's going to be a complete game changer on how that thing handles. Well, I can tell you this. If you want a carbon fiber hood from Speedcore, you're going to have to take your existing hood off and send it to them because I'm sure they probably don't have a bank of lightning hoods, molds of lightning hoods sitting in their shop. Yeah, and and that's that's fine. That's that's an easy thing. After SEMA, that's an easy thing. The truck's going to go over to uh, our buddy Ray McClellan over at uh, Full Throttle Customs. He's going to do the engine swap, and uh, and it's going to take a little bit of time. And that's a great time to send the hood out or send the hood and the bumper out and say, let's do this in, in carbon fiber and figure out what we want to do uh, if there's any any little changes or mods to it. But uh, it's it's – it's good. It's looking good. It's gonna be. It's gonna be fun. Oh, the guys over at Billet Badges. I, I think they're down by you, Bill, back in in your area down in, in SoCal, San Diego area. And uh, they made me custom badges for my Mustang Cobra. If you guys remember from a couple of years ago, I had them. Um, you know, the little plastic rubbery like Cobra badge and 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 stuff on uh, on uh, on the back of those cars, I had them do a billet version. It's it's brushed aluminum with a black inset, and um, I went back to billet badges and I said, "Hey man, um, I like that look, and I want the truck to kind of match the Mustang Cobra." So they're making me uh, uh, custom billet badges. They're doing the blue oval on the front and the rear in the front grill and the rear uh, tail on the real tail, rear tailgate. They're doing me that brushed and black version 
of those. The SVT badge on the tailgate, they're doing a, a, a matching version of that. And then on the um, on the side of the truck, it has the the F-150 badge, the big badge on the front fender, and it says F-150, and it says like XLT or something like that because Ford didn't want to spend money on badges. They're making me nice billet versions that say Ford F-150 supercharged on it. Um, and then I'll have the new lightning stickers put on uh, after the paint. But um, all the custom badges, and when you see them in person, so when you get over to SEMA, go over there, check them out, see those things, and you guys will see the quality that these guys use. Everybody who's done any sort of badging at SEMA, any any custom car, Ring Brothers, all these guys, they all use this this company, Billet Badges. They do such a great job. So uh, something to keep in mind, Bill, when you need uh, when you need the oh yeah a couple of custom things done. Uh, for your car as well to, to personalize it. It's the subtle little touches like that that I think kind of stand out and it makes it look like you didn't overlook those things. So, um, and it means you you care, you know, you, and you're anal, and uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty <laughs> much it. Um, let's do this. We're gonna hey, before, get uh, before before we get um, uh, Gearhead on the phone. Um, can I intro it just for a second by telling you everybody that, you know, Gearhead does all my motor stuff, does all speed cores motor or most of speed cores motor stuff. And, um, the event that I was talking about me doing on the 16th, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're going to, you're going to see, and everybody else is going to see what Gearhead can do with these engines because the 16th, it looks like, we will be driving the first ever all-wheel drive twin turbocharger wide body. <laughs> wow. And I know that car has been at their shop. Also, you know, the world's fastest all-carbon uh, twin turbo Deben will be there. My wide body um, Whipple Hellcat charger will be there, and Leah will be there. So um, these guys are, are, are pretty much responsible for making all those damn cars go as fast, goes as, go as, fast as they do. So uh, that's a lead-in for him, I guess. All right. Uh, Chris, why don't you uh, give uh, give those guys a call, and we'll get them on the phone. Do you happen to know, because we discussed the all-wheel drive charger at one point, do you know if they started with an all-wheel drive charger from Dodge, or did they create or modify an I'm all-wheel assuming, drive system? I'm assuming they started with an all-wheel drive version from Dodge so yeah. that they could then do their thing, if you know what I mean. Yeah, because that, that's a it, it's an interesting question. We know when we spoke to, um, forgive me, I forgot the name of the shop, but the guy that uh, we spoke to about uh, uh, the Jeep, uh, the Trackhawk, and he was saying, hey, the, mm-hmm. the drivetrain in those are super tough. And he's running, I don't know what he said, 900 horsepower, 1,000 horsepower uh, trucks, and the drivetrain holds it. Maybe they upgrade upgrade some axles or, or you know, half shafts or something. But uh, he said the rest of the drivetrain holds it pretty good. So I don't know how much of those components end up in the cars, but certainly it can be done. We know that the guys over there at Jeep and Dodge are doing a beefy drivetrain. So uh, it'll be kind of interesting to hear from uh, from Gearhead uh, Fabrications what uh, what sort of drivetrain that they're using or what mods need to be done to it. Um, but, uh, and Hey, if you're, if you're in the great lakes dragway area, the 16th, it looks like it's, uh, open to the public. Oh, wow. All right. Well, there you go. And then you guys are doing you and Chris Jacobs and Christy Lee, and you're all going to the Bondurant school, picking up some of the Bondurant 
cars and then bringing them to SEMA. Uh, yeah, it's actually Gary Sinise and Dodge. It's the first road uh, drive to SEMA. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Gary, uh, Gary Sinise Foundation, Bondurant, and Dodge are putting on the event. It's it's that Sunday prior to SEMA. Um, it's open to the public also, and uh, I think it's one to four o'clock. Ed Bondurant come down, and we'll be driving the track. And then early Monday morning, we'll be driving the Bondurant vehicles from uh, from Bondurant's corporate headquarters out there yeah, to. Into yeah, in, in Arizona, into SEMA, we're going to make four stops along the way. Um, I know a number of people, a uh, number of a uh, bunch of Dodge guys are going to be making the trip with us. Uh, like I said, it's open to the public, so we'll have a big procession going in, and uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. And I'm looking forward to hitting the track again. And it's you know, hopefully it'll be that red eye experience, and you know, do the road course. So four hours of driving at Bondurant on that Sunday will be great. All right, we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get Mario on the phone and talk about it. Um, but by the way, you mentioned the Gary Sinise Foundation. Gary Sinise is such a nice guy, and yeah. that dude does so much for uh, his foundation and his band plays all the time and uh, uh, for, to raise funds for the military and veterans. Like he is all in on that stuff, and he is such a nice guy. We got a, had an opportunity. And it's such to an honor him. to be a part of that. You know, it's our first ever event, yeah. and him, and it, it's just—it's it's great. By it's, the way, his be a lot of fun. his band kicks ass. Chris saw him too, right? We saw them. Uh, he rips. He does, right? He's, yeah, he's really great good. Bassist. Yeah, and yeah. The band is just, and uh, he's such incredible. a nice dude. And like we were, we were walking around. I think Coronado. We were down to Coronado. And we're like, what band is this? Like this band's tight. We yeah. walk over, like, yeah, that's Gary Sinise up there <laughs> playing with his band. I was like, damn, those guys are good. Lieutenant Dan band. The Lieutenant Dan band. There we go. <laughs> uh, all right, we're gonna get Mario on the uh, on the line here. Before we chat with Mario, let me tell you a little bit about Geico. Everybody's got a to-do list. You drop off your dry cleaning. You pick up some milk. Now you can add say hundreds of dollars on car insurance to that list. You don't have to drop off or pick up anything. Just go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. So if you want some extra money in your pocket, this is the most rewarding to do. Re- most rewarding to do you can do today. Check out Geico.com. Uh, hello, Mario. Hey, what's going on? Hey, Mario. This is Matt DeAndrea from CarCast. We got uh, Bill Goldberg on the phone with us as well. We just wanted to give you a call and uh, and check in with you. Uh, Bill's been singing your praises for uh, for months now about all the great stuff you guys have been doing on his cars and uh, and the rest of the Speedcore cars. Um, but uh, tell us a little bit about Gearhead Fabrications. What is it that you guys do? Fabrications is in the name, but I know you guys do a lot of engine work. Uh, we do. We actually do a lot of fabrication. I always say we're a fabrication shop first because we started life doing that type of stuff, roll cages and chassis fab and things like that. And we just, uh, we had a good spot in the Mopar game. We've been real heavy with the, uh, the Hellcat Mopar game and taking our fabrication stuff to that side of the world as well, building turbo kits and hurting a lot of feelings lately. (laughs) (laughs) And making a lot of people happy and making a lot of people uh, anxious to to get in their damn cars. Oh yeah! <laughs> How do you feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for the pictures, man. I appreciate it. It's what gets me going every day. You know, it Absolutely. gives me something to look forward to. And uh, the dyno shots are freaking awesome. 
And uh, I finally get to get in that car next week up in Wisconsin and, and, and take it down the track. Sounds good. I'm ready for that. So tell us, uh, Mario, tell us about the projects that you're working on with Bill right now, and then we'll get into some of the other stuff. So there's there's the, the Charger and the Challenger, right? Yeah, the Challenger is actually uh, the one he's talking about. Uh, it's up north already. Just got some final touches. We did, uh, did a little build on that one. Got a, a four-and-a-half-liter Whipple. Um, some exhaust upgrades, fuel systems on E85. Uh, I believe we put a, uh, what you call it? We just upgraded the clutch, short throw shifter, a couple other goodies. And, uh, that thing, that's the one he was talking about was on the dyno recently. Um, that thing put down almost a thousand at the tire. So it puts down a a thousand on with E85. Yeah. Yeah. It was like 977, almost 980. It was right up there. So it was real close to a thousand tire in our Florida, our Florida air. And then. Uh, what is it? What does it run on on pump gas? And does it switch automatically? Can you mix it? Like, h- how do you guys set it up? That one, that one's pump. Our uh, pump E eighty five is what we call it because basically whatever you get your flex fuel at the gas station there, that's what that car runs on. Um, and Bill agreed to just put that in the tank only, so that's all we have it tuned for right now. Um, I would have to turn the boost down and get a little less aggressive if we wanted to run like a ninety three octane. But out by him, he said it's only ninety one octane, so that's that's kind of that's kind of not uh, not good for that combination. But but guess what? That was based upon me living in California. My ass is on the way to Texas. Yeah, so I don't know what the gas is like <laughs> out there, but I'm assuming it's going to be a little better. Well, we've got some other options now. I've been working on. Uh, I should did some stuff on my personal car with some uh, some uh, what you call octane additives for pump gas. So we can actually boost up pump gas to like a hundred octane and actually get pretty rowdy on the tune up. Um, so. There's there's things coming if we want if we need to go that route. Do do the octane additives work? I mean, it's not like you just walk into your AutoZone and you grab a eight ounce bottle of something and pour it in. I think the mixture needs to be much greater than that, right? Well, uh, we've been working with a company called Boostane, and uh, I was skeptical sure. at first. I don't like just additives. I don't like pouring stuff in the tank. I'm kind of a purist when it comes to that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I tried it on my personal car. And, I mean, it works. They have their little ratios. If you have 91 octane, 93 octane, how much you add. Basically, I added 16 ounces to 15 gallons. It made it 100 octane. And I put down 868 horse to the tire on 98, uh, 93 octane with boostane additive. And the data log looked clean. Knock sensors were happy. Everything was happy. So, I mean, kind of made me a believer. And I went ahead and, uh, you know, I started repping their product. And I'll put it in customer cars now. But I always test stuff on mine first, you know. Yeah. But it's pretty simple. You know, you get down a low on a tank, dump it in there, and you can run it daily, apparently. Um, it's an unleaded situation, so you can even run it through cats and, you know, keep uh, keep everybody happy. You know, I would be very interested in following up with you once you get a bunch of miles on your car and you get 10, 12, maybe 50 tanks of gas in that thing. And uh, uh, I'm sure at some point you're going to pull that engine apart, and I'm curious to see what's going on inside that engine, if it's as good and as clean and... And your pistons aren't turning orange or something weird like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm going to do all the testing I can on it for sure. Um, but, I mean, the exhaust smells clean. I don't have, like, you know, any soot or any weird stuff on the tips. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the data doesn't lie. All the data logs look happy. So, I mean, it's it seems to be doing what they said it's going to do. I know the Boostane guys as well, and they won – uh, the uh, SEMA launch pad. It's sort of shark tank for, for new companies. And uh, they won that event a few years ago. And have since then 
have really been uh, being active in the SEMA organization and building their brand and building their product. So I like everything about those guys and what they've been doing. Um, so I, I hope uh, everything works out. And it's good to hear that uh, you like what's going on with their product as well. So that's kind of interesting. Um, so that's the uh, – that's supercharged uh, uh, Challenger, um, but you're doing something a little different on the Charger, right? Yes, sir. It's uh, it's actually over there at uh, Speedcore right now, getting the final touches on the body um, for its carbon fiber work and all the additives he's getting over there. And then it's coming down to us. We got a motor in the works right now. We're putting a motor together. Um, I just got I just sent Bill some pictures. I just got his heads in, uh, some T Tech heads, all CNC ported, and uh, we're going to put that motor together. That thing's going twin turbos. We're going to build a custom kit for it and uh, make about as much power as he tells me to. I don't think we've made a final decision. <laughs> <laughs> he said all of it. He wanted uh, <laughs> that's a good answer. Big and loud. <laughs> well, put it th- put it this way. You know, we're going up and driving the all wheel drive twin turbo the 16th and at the at the dragway in Wisconsin. So um, I guess that'll be a, a good barometer for me to uh, give you some feedback as to whether be wanting more or less. I mean, what's that thing putting out? Uh, well, that thing made, we haven't turned it all the way up yet. That thing made 1300 tire on my dyno. Um, so I know it's got a little room left in it, but we just want to do a little, little playing around and get some data. Like I said, I love data. So I want to make sure we get some data, make sure everything's happy before we go crazy and turn it all the way up. But I think that thing's got every, every hopefully I can, 1500. Well, hopefully I can get some good data for you and uh, get some good feedback and, and tell you up or down. I'm hoping that it's that it's not going to be a down. I'm, I'm, Stop I'm assuming down. that I'm going to want as much as human as possible. I don't think it goes down. It can only go up no, or stay where it is. He's pretending for everyone. I don't understand his down stuff. Well, <laughs> the nice thing about being a turbo car is we can go mild to wild. I mean, I got a boost controller yeah. set up all these things with, and you know, you can run that yeah. thing on the street at 600 horse. You can turn it up, and make 1500 on the track. I mean, I'm I'm a turbo guy, mm-hmm. so I'm all about it, and I've got all those little tricks. We were Listen, uh, well. Sky's the limit, man. Let's have some fun with it. I I told I told Dave the day that I I requested that motor that I wanted the earth to turn once I hit the throttle, and I'm not <laughs> freaking joking. So <laughs> let's do it, well, we man. Do, Sky's so we're not the turning limit. it down. Sounds like <laughs> nope, we're not at all. Uh, uh, Bill and I were talking before uh, before we got you on the phone about the uh, all wheel drive uh, twin turbo car that you mentioned. What is the all-wheel drive system? Is this Dodge's all-wheel drive system, and then are you doing any mods to it? Uh, you know, what what sort of the level of 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 quality and and what kind of power can uh, can it handle? Well, and you can only right tell now, us what you need to tell us as far as what Dave wants to keep under wraps or anything. But you know, I'm I'm not think? sure what we're keeping under wraps right now, but I will say it's it's a mixture of of Dodge and aft market for sure. We made some proprietary parts, uh, which we will be releasing and showing everybody for sure. Uh, we modified the transfer case a little bit, but there is still a lot of Dodge in that car. Uh, we did a lot of other things, um, you know, we Hellcat parts. So there's there's quite a bit of Dodge going on in that car, which is pretty impressive. That these things will hold that kind of power. Um, just like the demons and everything else, uh, that turbo demon we've got, that things, I mean, running in the eights, well over 1200 horsepower on a lot of stock components. So, um, the all wheel drive car, of course, we tin turboed that thing. We did a roll cage and a few other components, but the interior is mostly stock. We, we like that street car look, full air conditioning, that type of situation. That's the big That's thing. Because I'll be able to get in that car prior to 
my car being completed and get the fitment of that cage in there. Oh yeah. Well, I fit, you'll fit. <laughs> We're about to say perfect. Right. Yeah. So I, I, I try to fab all my cages to where at least I can get in the car. You know, you don't need a big crazy lean back, but you have to at least be able to, you know, fit in the car. So yeah. Perfect. Bill, you're, you're we, just, we just took out a step. That's bitching, man. Perfect. There you go. There you go. That's <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> I like that. He could deliver it two weeks early now. <laughs> there you go. Man. That's um, one of those after SEMA things, man. You know? Yeah, seriously. Um, my my question was, uh, uh, Bill, your charger is not all wheel drive, though, right? It is not. Mario, what's your feeling on? On the two-wheel drive versus the all-wheel drive, at, at what point do you feel like, is there a horsepower range where you feel like the, the, the two-wheel drive needs to be all-wheel drive? Is it, is it just not drivable or it just doesn't hook up or is it – or, you know, is there – in the two-wheel drive car, is there no difference between 1,000 horsepower and 1,300 horsepower? You know, like at what point – do you feel um, like all-wheel you know, drive could a, be necessary? It's a bit of a loaded question because they're two different animals completely, entirely. Uh, in my opinion, a two-wheel drive car is faster to track, hands mm-hmm. down. It's turning less stuff. It puts more power down to the tire, uh, et cetera. you got these GTR guys going fast, but a lot of guys are going to rear-wheel drive. Mm-hmm. But where that thing will shine is, uh, I would say, like the half-mile racing guys because they don't prep that track. So being able to get going on that thing and just playing around on the street you know, light to light, whatever you want to do there. Uh, so an unprepped surface, that all-wheel drive is really going to shine. And the way we set up that car, I can actually select rear-wheel drive, front-wheel drive, or all-wheel drive. we got some proprietary levers inside. So, I mean, can I can you do a ratio of the two. Can you do a What's ratio that? of the two, or is, it just, or is it just all-wheel drive or two-wheel drive? You know, can you, I have can it you, set up you, right now. You monitor it where like, you can, like the boost you were talking about. Um, no, right now it's a mechanical lever type situation. So it's rear wheel drive, front wheel drive, or all wheel drive. So I mean, if you wanted to do some front, the reason we did that is for the drag strip. So I can roll through the water, put it in front wheel drive, do a burnout, roll through, do a rear wheel drive burnout, so everything's nice and hot, and then put it in all wheel drive and let it eat. You know, that was my thought behind it. And we're going to find out if it was a good idea or not. <laughs> when it's in all-wheel drive, uh, to Bill's point, is it is it like a 70-30 split? Is it it's like, a 50-50. It is that 50-50. Is, is, yeah. Yeah, wow. that's straight up all of it. Wow. You get to do so, four-wheel burnouts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 so you could definitely chain it to a wall and white smoke all four of them. All right, so this is this Isn't is what, it wonderful. We can have a conversation about current horsepower and be giggling throughout the whole thing. Just, pretty much. <laughs> so the the problem is 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 I know Bill and Bill's going to go drive the all wheel drive. He's going to love it. He's going to get in his two wheel drive and he's going to love it. And then he's going to decide he needs one of both. <laughs> yep, that's the problem. But we can always um, we can always change the the original one because I've got that Daytona wide body coming in in a couple months. Yeah. Nice. All right. There you go. Nice. <laughs> See? Yeah, more toys I know what to do with. <laughs> Always plan ahead, gentlemen. Yeah. There you go. See? Uh, all right. Well, Mario, thank you so much. The company is Gearhead Fabrications. You can go to gearheadfabrications.com. 
and uh, and check out everything that those guys are doing over there. We'll give you some updates on the cars as uh, as they come in as well, and certainly Bill's experience is driving them. The all-wheel drive one sounds kind of fun. Uh, we're going to wrap some things up here. We've got a lot of uh, stuff coming up for SEMA, just to touch on it. As Bill said, he will be out there on Tuesday. Uh, Adam and I will be out there Tuesday and Wednesday as well. We will be uh, – uh, we're doing CarCast live in the K&N Filters booth, uh, I believe at Central Hall. Um, Adam and I will be there doing that. Um, we're working on some of the guests, possibly Patrick Dempsey and Keanu Reeves, uh, which will be fun. And then we will be uh, judging the Hot Wheels Legends Tour Tuesday afternoon at SEMA. And then Wednesday morning, we will be doing another, another CarCast uh It'll be a car cast with Hot Wheels and the winner of the overall Legends Tour. That winner's car becomes a Hot Wheels car. And that will actually be in the Magnaflow booth uh, uh, Wednesday morning uh, with Hot Wheels. And then uh, my Shift and Steer podcast will also be in the Magnaflow booth doing live podcasts 11 a.m. every day during SEMA. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, 11 a.m. in the Magnaflow booth. So uh, we've got cars and stuff there as well. Um, you guys can follow us uh, at uh, carcastshow.com. Of course, uh, Goldberg and Goldberg Garage on Twitter. Goldberg95, Goldberg's Garage on Instagram. You can follow me, Motorator Everywhere. And uh, thanks for Mario for calling in. It's gearheadfabrications.com. Um, oh, and before, uh, before we take off, I'll tell you guys a little bit about uh, – but our friends at Zorro, if you purchase supplies for a business, you know it's nearly impossible to find everything you need in one place. That's why there's Zorro.com, where the number one goal is to make your life easier. Zorro.com, Z-O-R-O.com, is where you'll find everything you need for, for any business of any size in almost any industry. Zorro.com has tools and equipment, safety and office supplies, cleaning supplies, and more. Zorro has tons of stuff like uh, for all sorts of industries, um, including electrical, plumbing, contracting, manufacturing, and more. You'll find brands that you know and trust like Stanley, 3M, Milwaukee, Schneider, and Rubbermaid, just to name a few. Zorro has amazing customer support from real people based in the U.S. You'll also enjoy fast, free shipping on orders over $50 or more. Even if you don't have a business or that you that you shop for on a regular basis, you can still find lots of great items at Zorro.com. Visit Zorro.com slash CarCast, sign up for their Z-Mail newsletter, and you'll get 15% off your first order. It's Zorro.com slash CarCast. Again, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, for myself and Goldberg and Mario from Gearhead Fabrications, uh, keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com. CarCast Show.